Hi, I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life. Alvian, we take on some controversial <laughs> subjects from time to time, and we're about to step into one that, yes, I, we do. that, that it has some degree of controversy around it because it has to do with how spirituality impacts relationships. Mm-hmm. There's a phrase, couples that pray together stay together. Mm-hmm. And we were asked, is there any truth to this? Well, yes, there is some truth to it, but I think we need to explore the larger context around that. So I'll start by telling you that um, I think this is about how people invest in their higher selves and not about what religion you practice or even whether you go to church, synagogue, the mosque, whatever. It is about how the two of you feel about each other and about your faith in something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you that um, in the morning, Peggy and I have a habit. While we're having our cup of coffee in the morning and getting ready for the day, we have a couple of day books. And Peggy has given me the task each morning of reading from them. Mm. And we talk about them. Mm. Whatever that thought is for the day. One of them happens to be a Vedic mindfulness day book. So it's talking about uh, intuition and the larger cosmic universe. Um, But in very much the same way, as any Buddhist would tell you, very much in the same way that a Christian might talk about heaven and God. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Every religion has a sense of the higher being, the higher aspiration we have as men and women, and the best part of ourselves. And I think that's the glue that binds us together in a common faith. Mm -hmm. It's that belief and work that we do to bring out the best possible person in each other, and that creates this very positive synergy in the relationship. We are joined by our desire to be the people that we were made to be. Mm-hmm. That for me is why relationships that are enduring almost always have as one of their attributes a common bond around the subject of faith, whatever that faith may be. I would have to agree with you completely in that um, much like you and Peggy, Matthew and I, um, you know, I always talk about the shower. I promise one day I'm going to have to write a book called The Shower or Mm -hmm. something close to that. (laughs) But we when we shower together in the morning, he always leads us in prayer every single morning. And I see it in our relationship as very similar to if one were to build a house There are the bricks that are all kinds of habits inside of the relationship. But for us, prayer is the mortar that holds Mm. all of those facets together. We recognize that there there is him and there is me. And we both have our own experiences, our strengths and our weaknesses, our our faith and our fears. But greater than all of those things is a God that we mutually believe in Mm. 
that should we ever be unstable in our anchoring, there is something that holds us together as individuals and us together as a marriage. And I don't know who we would be if it were not for that anchoring, quite honestly. I think that there's something to be said for um, a connection that is bigger than you, that is broader than you, that is deeper than you, that is that um, is not moved or swayed by the challenges you may individually or collectively face inside of the relationship. And that there's a level of loyalty to that, much like... Um, a marriage has to be, there's you, me, and there's our marriage. Mm-hmm. There's you, me, and there's our relationship. That that thing has to be bigger as a notion to each of you individually that says that I can submit my own individual issue to the greater cause of the us inside of this. Right. And for, for, for us, God is that greater cause. And you, I, it, I, I am not tied up in what anybody calls God and who you are and what that means for you. I can just speak to what that means for us and how it has kept us stable. It has been the linchpin of our relationship for nearly a quarter of a century at this point. Hmm. Powerful. One thing that really struck me as I was listening to you, when things are going well mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. Faith is important. Right. When things are not going well, faith is important. important. Absolutely. It, it, this is not us. something you turn to just <laughs> when you're challenged. Yes, sir. You have to create um, the the proper foundation for it mm-hmm. early in life. There's a, a, a wonderful writer, Richard Rohr, a... a a monk who's written a number of books, um, but one of the themes that he explores, and and there are some who brand him as a bit of a heretic, but uh, uh, not me. Uh, he talks about people, about going to church, about going through the rituals of religion. Mm. Obviously, he's talking from a Christian perspective, but this applies again, regardless. And it, it, it always, uh, when I've read him on this subject, I think about a phrase that, that a friend of mine once said, um, they said, you know, we're putting on a play so we can learn how to act. <laughs> There's a, something about the structure of an ordered observance of your faith, whether that's something you do at home, whether mm-hmm. you do that in, at your place of worship, of worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, however you do that, but the regularity of that the ritual of it prepares us to move beyond the ritual to the personal relationship that we have with our higher being. And it's that personal relationship that we need to turn to when we have adversity. That's where we're going to find the strength to deal with whatever obstacles we encounter. That's where we're going to find the courage to accept with serenity whatever the day dishes up for us. And it's where we find the fundamental conviction on which our faith is founded, that there is a truth greater than the truth that we can apprehend with our eyes and our ears and and our sense of touch. Indeed. And that's where we need to turn to when adversity comes our way. 
both as individuals, but even more importantly, as a unit, so that you and I together face whatever this challenge is, and we grow stronger as a result of it instead Mm -hmm. of we fall apart as a result of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the adhesion of the couples that pray together, stay together, when this is working the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I would com- I would deeply, deeply concur. And I think that if we were to use just contextually uh, Christian faith and, and the scripture that says that be not unequally yoked mm-hmm. and the yoking really speaking to, I fundamentally to be- believe to speak to the fact that it was always the intention of the creator that inside of our relationship would be a, such a safe space that it is a restorative component of our lives so that as we have to face challenges we are fighting for each other rather than with each other Mm -hmm. that because we allow our faith and our relationship with God to be the center of our lives we then come home we go to home base to be filled back up in preparation for everything that we must face as we step out of those doors. And when we get a chance to be able to connect on the levels that allow for the love of God, the love of our creator, the love of our understanding to be able to flow inside of our relationship, it is an adhesive that really cannot be broken. And it allows for a faithfulness to something bigger than any one of us or any individual or issue in particular, I just find it to be so restorative and so valuable inside of my relationship that I, 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 like I said before, I just can't imagine my relationship without it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I find that um, I should say here that uh, Peggy and I do go to church regularly. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not fanatics about it when we were on vacation, you know, (laughs) We found out uh, that in Italy, um, <laughs> during the summer months, uh, in, in many of these small towns, um, you know, there really isn't the same kind of of, uh, of uh, opportunity to to participate that you would have perhaps in this country. Right. Um, but uh, that didn't bother us. It, we weren't concerned about the fact that oh gosh, you know, we didn't go to right. Um, right. For us, that experience is as much about appreciating the other people who are there and appreciating and using the conversation that ensues as a starting point for thinking about uh, something in our lives. So often, it is our habit afterwards to go out and have breakfast together, and invariably we'll wind up talking about uh, what we just heard. Right. And sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't agree, but generally speaking, we we have some really rich conversation that comes from the introspection over those thoughts. And that's really, to me, the purpose behind uh, uh, this attendance. It's a place that grounds us for the week. It reminds us of uh, our attention to something other than ourselves. It slows us down in the week. It makes sure that we're setting time aside for this observance, not just the 15 or 20 minutes in the morning when we, you know, read through the devotionals and so forth. Um, you know, I, I've said before on these podcasts, my relationship, and I, I wrote about this in, in Love Life and Internet Dating, my relationship with God is very personal. Right. I talk to him all the time. 
yeah. in the a lot in the car when Me I'm too. driving. I even ask for parking spaces. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't asked for those kinds of favors. But 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 we have a regular conversation, and and, and at any time in the course of the day, I will I will talk to him and I will say things like God, you know, give me the grace for this moment. You know, mm-hmm. Give me, you know, you've asked me to do this thing. I don't know what I'm doing here, Lord. I'm in, I'm, I'm in over my head. I need you to help me see how to approach this particular challenge. Hmm. Uh, and I will make requests like that all day long. In that conversation now, uh, you know, don't want you to think I get Voices coming back. I don't. <laughs> Doesn't work like that, folks. I do. I hear quiet voices on do the inside. I do. I get promptings, and I get I get cues, mm-hmm. um, and I find that when things, you know, after I've had that kind of conversation, things will either open up, mm-hmm. or they will stay opaque. And when they stay opaque, that's my sign that says not ready yet. Be still. This isn't ripe. right. Wait for the time to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be still in this moment and wait. I I'm with you on that, and I just I mean, like I said, I I, it's very intimate for me and for, for us. God is very much a best friend, mm-hmm. you know. So yep. I laugh about all kinds of things. I talk about I talk to God about all kinds of things. I even invite him in sometimes before Matt and I are intimate. I may say, you know, hey. God be in this so that I can show him how much I love him mm-hmm. in the way that you communicate love through us and have given us the privilege to enjoy each other in this kind of way. I mean, I invite him into anything and everything at right. any given moment. And I think that it is, it's so important that if for whatever your faith is, that you make room for that principle that you believe in through your practice. Mm-hmm. I know what you believe by the way that you live. Yeah. And you shouldn't even have to say to people what it is that your faith is because your life is its own publication. That's right. You're giving witness all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we live our love yeah. in all kinds of ways, and our faith is just an extension of that. I love that you in, invite him into all of these things um, it, because... The truth is, he's there. Anyway, right. So you <laughs> right. might as well acknowledge so, him. <laughs> so whether you choose to acknowledge him or not, right. he's part of your life. Right. And it's everything like gravity. That you, you good or it, bad, but... <laughs> he's there. And, and, and by the way, ready to participate, ready to forgive, ready to love. Absolutely. At every instant. But you have to, you have to extend the invitation. Indeed. Um, you know, the door... Must be open by you. Must be open by you. Exactly. And he's always willing to walk in. Yeah. On that note, uh, (laughs) we come to the end of another episode. And we um, are just so appreciative of you, our listeners, and the time that you spend with us. This is an interesting topic and one that we'll probably touch on again sometime down the road. But in the meantime, if you have thoughts for a subject that we should discuss, please write to us at Doug at lovelife.digital or or alvian at lovelife.digital and we want to thank chelsea washington Mm -hmm. for keeping us on the marks our producer today doug we want to thank todd and todd (laughs) who makes us sound better than we really are uh todd washburn our recording engineer and we want to thank you our listeners for your faithfulness (laughs) and your interest in this show (laughs) thanks bye folks